This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. October 24th, 1906. Grand jury proceedings have begun in an investigation into corruption at San Francisco City Hall. The boodlers who may end up in the dock? That's language from the Chronicle story. The boodlers who may end up in the dock. The crooks who might be charged. Mayor Eugene Schmitz and Abe Roof, the boss tweed of San Francisco, the head of the city's political machine. Eugene Schmitz was elected mayor in 1901. Handsome Gene. He was a violin player and orchestra conductor at the Columbia Theater on Powell Street. He had no experience and not much interest in politics, but he was president of the Musicians Union. Abe Roof was a lawyer who was instrumental in forming a new political party in 1901, the Union Labor Party. It grew out of a violent waterfront strike. The Draymond's Association, the employers who controlled waterfront transportation, locked out the Teamsters' Union. When the employers brought in strike breakers, there was fighting, and the maritime unions all went out on a sympathy strike to back the Teamsters. Mayor James Phelan ordered the cops to break the strike, and the violence exploded. Five people were killed, hundreds arrested. Phelan was a Democrat who'd enjoyed the backing of organized labor, but now the unions felt betrayed. They abandoned both major parties and formed their own, the Union Labor Party, to run candidates for city office. Handsome Gene was nominated for mayor and he won. The party also won three seats on the board of supervisors. Schmitz was re-elected in 1903. The power behind the throne was Abe Roof, a remarkable guy. He spoke eight languages, graduated from UC Berkeley at 18, and after he got his law degree at Hastings College, he had to wait to be admitted to the bar because he wasn't yet 21, the minimum age. He was interested, this is going to sound a little funny, he was interested in fighting corruption. It was the time of the robber barons and the Southern Pacific Railroad controlling the business and politics of the city. Politicians were on the take, and where bribes didn't work, fists, clubs, and bullets did the job. Roof watched and learned, but he went with a different approach, the power of persuasion rather than brute force. Oh, and all the same bribery, protection rackets, that kind of thing. He handpicked Schmitz as the party's mayoral candidate because he was handsome and a good speaker and everybody liked him. Roof tutored him carefully, and the genial, handsome Gene became his puppet. By 1905, Roof controlled the board of supervisors, the police, and the district attorney as well. And that's where his troubles began. His pick for district attorney didn't seem to get the memo. William Langton began cracking down on the Barbary Coast, gambling halls, the houses of prostitution, and the peculiar institution of the French restaurant. Those were restaurants that had curtained-off booths upstairs, where the waiter wouldn't come unless you called him. 
if you follow what I mean. Operations like that brought a lot of business to San Francisco and also to Roof's political machine in the form of bribes and protection. Langton had some powerful allies of his own. Fremont Older, the editor of the San Francisco Bulletin, began the crusading he became known for by backing the investigation, and he convinced Rudolph Spreckles, the sugar heir, to bankroll it. As the grand jury's members were being selected, Mayor Schmitz was out of town. He was in Europe, staying at the finest hotels. The reformers saw this kind of behavior by both the mayor and the supervisors as evidence that they were on the take. With handsome Gene out of town, the acting mayor was Supervisor James Gallagher, a roof man. He suspended District Attorney Langton and appointed an acting DA, Abe Roof. That didn't go over with the judge, and by December, both Roof and Schmitz were arraigned. Schmitz for extortion, Roof for bribery. The Board of Supervisors all got immunity in exchange for testifying against Roof. Both men were convicted in 1907, and Schmitz was thrown out of office. His conviction was overturned on appeal, and he was acquitted in 1912. He ran for mayor a couple more times and lost, but he was elected to the Board of Supervisors in 1921. Roof was sentenced to 14 years in San Quentin. Fremont Holder, the newspaper editor who'd helped convict him, now became an ally. He was convinced that anti-Semitism was behind the fact that Roof was the only person to serve time in a sprawling scandal. Roof was released after serving four and a half years. Schmitz died in 1928, Roof in 1936. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, Editor-in-Chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your 